So if these podcasts have really been helping you, do me a favor. Go to my Instagram and Twitter, at Pastor Keon, uh, and that's K-E-I-O-N, or my Facebook page, and kind of let me know that these uh, podcasts, these series of talks, are really been helping you, have really been helping you, I should say. I I really want to make sure that I'm doing you a service. I I don't do this because I don't have anything else to do. I do it because you are my assignment, and I hope that the things that I say are really helping you to grow and to go into your destiny. Now, I want to talk about a subject today that a lot of people don't like to talk about, especially those who live in the church world. But this topic that I'm going to talk about, you know, everybody needs it. You needed to pay your cell phone bill. You needed to get a car. You needed to get gas. You needed to pay for the babysitter. And I'm talking about cold, hard cash. I'm talking about money. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs that money is the answer to all things. And um, you can say what you want, but you can't go to HEB or any grocery store, wherever you are, Kroger, uh, Walmart, Target, wherever you grocery shop or, or shop for things. You can't go in there and say, you know what? In the name of Jesus, I command you to give me this Salisbury steak for free. No, it's not going to happen that way. you got to have a cash flow. Why? Because money is the answer to the thing that you need. And one of the things I say to myself on a day-to-day basis is I am one with infinite riches of my subconscious mind. It is my right to be rich. It is my right to be happy. And it is my right to be successful. I say to myself every day, money flows to me freely, copiously, and endlessly. I say to myself, I am forever conscious of my true worth. I give my talent freely, and I am wonderfully blessed financially. Amen. I say that to myself every day. Why? Because it's what I believe. And because I believe it, there's a book, the Bible, the one that I read, but the one you may have heard about, there is a passage in it that says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So I think those things and then I become those things because the subconscious mind, let me tell you something. And this is this is something that you don't ever, ever, ever want to forget. The subconscious mind cannot take a joke. The subconscious mind cannot take a joke. It will only hear, see and say what it is that you tell it. Okay, so let's get right into it. Number one. In order for money to be a constant supply for you, you're going to have to be bold enough to claim that it is your right to be rich. And, and, and your deeper mind, which is your subconscious mind, will honor that claim. If you don't say it, if you don't believe it, if you don't believe that it is your right, then it will evade you and it will be somebody else's right. And you'll always look at the television and, and watch it and, and, and be admonished and admire the people who have decided to make it a part of their subconscious mind. You've got to make sure that you put it in that part of the mind that cannot take a joke, and you've got to be serious with it. You've got to be bold enough to claim that it is your right to be rich. And in and, and, and your deeper mind, your subconscious mind, you've got to honor that claim. Number two, get acquainted with the riches of your subconscious mind. You see, riches are not always money. Sometimes riches is the knowledge. The Bible says that he gives us the ideas to create wealth. Find out what wealth you have in your mind. Find out what wealth you already have in your subconscious. What thing can you do or what thing do you know? What thing separates you from the person who is looking at you right now or sitting next to you now or the person that's in front of traffic uh, in front of you now in traffic or the person you're working with next to in a cubicle in an office? 
what makes you different than them because that that identification of that difference is the riches that is now hiding in your subconscious mind you are one thought away from being richer than anybody who has ever lived in your entire family you're one thought away from being richer than anybody that you've ever encountered now that may go right over some of your head and you may say wow can i actually do that if you believe you can because remember the riches of your subconscious mind can do it you know i have been blessed uh to lead our family and by that i i have brothers and sisters and a mother and and all of that i've been able to lead us uh in a lot of different things that nobody in our family has ever been able to do and the reason is because not because I grew up in a different house than them. Not because I went to a different school. We all went to the same schools. Not because I went to a different college. My sister, between my sisters and I, we all went to the same two schools. Two of us went to IU. Uh, two of us uh, graduated from Purdue. Um, it, and so it's, it's, it's not any of those things. It's just that I decided in my subconscious mind that there were riches there and I was going to access it and tap into it and be able to use it and allow it to help me to achieve those things that I have always dreamed about. So when money is circulating freely in your life, you recognize that that's how you become economically wealthy. You got to look at money like the tide of an ocean and that it will always continue to come in. Most people look at money like a lake. It's a pool, okay, a, a few ripples. It's, it's something that we contain. We hoard it. We save it. Money has to be like a tidal wave. It has to move. That's why it's called currency. The ebb and flows of the tide is constant. If you go to a beach, the same waves that have been splashing against that beach that you love to go to for your vacations, that's the same motion that has been happening ever since God said, let there be water. That ever since God said, let there be water, and the earth began to spin on its axis, that consistently in every beach of the world, there has been a, a splash every three to five seconds or whatever it is for that for that to happen. When the tide is out, you are absolutely sure that it will return. It doesn't always come in with the same force. It doesn't always come in uh, with the same um, um, tenacity. Sometimes the tide will bring in junk. Other times it'll bring in rock. Sometimes it brings nothing at all. I've seen tides beat the edge of the seashore with seaweed. It will always bring something with it. But the thing that you must understand is that it always goes. It's always coming. It's always consistent. And that's the same way you've got to be in your endeavor to make money your portion. Whatever you do to make money, you've got to do it consistently. You can't be on today and off tomorrow. You can't be on this week and off next week. I often tell people that you should work 90 days hard before you give yourself seven days off. That's, that's my mantra. Just work 90 days hard and take seven off. 90 days hard, seven off. If you keep that strategy, if you'll just go all out, put the pedal to the metal for 90 days, you'd be surprised at the results you will get by being consistent and allowing money to be your portion. You gotta also know the laws of your own subconscious mind. You gotta know the laws. You, you have to always supply your mind regardless of what it takes <clears throat> with constant barrages of tenacity, energy, and knowledge. You gotta make sure that you're always around somebody who is talking good. You gotta make sure you're always around somebody 
who's speaking well. You got to make sure that you get negative energy out of your space. And, and, and you may be, you know what? You may have had a conversation today on the phone that made you angry or upset. You know what my recommendation is? That you tell that person on the phone, you know what? This conversation is not going to go well with what I need as it relates to energy to accomplish my goals. So we can pick up this conversation perhaps tomorrow when I have the energy to do it. There is nothing wrong with you protecting your own space. Why would you allow anybody to park in your mind for free, not pay rent, and it's your mind? There used to be an old commercial that says a mind is a terrible thing to waste. If you're not going to waste it, why would you let anybody else waste it? You've got to make sure that you stay steadfast and make sure that regardless of what it takes, that you keep your subconscious mind clear and understand the laws of your own mind. Make sure you know what music you like to listen to. Know what smells you like to smell. Know what colors make you happy. Know what what materials of your genes make you feel comfortable. If you, if you don't feel comfortable, uh, perhaps in traditional denim, what size pants, what color pants? I'm, I'm telling you, this may sound funny, but these are the laws of your own mind, and you've got to know them. You know what I've also noticed, and this is some good advice, you should never condemn money. I hear people say it all the time. Money is the root of all evil. No, it's not. If you're going to quote the Bible, you need to quote it correctly. The Bible says that the love of money is the root of all evil. But you should never condemn money. For this matter, you will never receive anything you condemn. That's like condemning a person and then expecting them to be your best friend. It's not going to happen. What you condemn takes wings and it flies away. So if you want something to leave you, condemn it. If you want something to stay with you, congratulate it. But now, don't make money your God. Don't make money your God. God is God. And beside him, there is no other. You've got to let God be God. Money is not a God. It is only a symbol. Remember what I just said. Money is only a symbol. Remember that the real riches are in the mind. I'm trying to get you to see that. Riches are not in the bank. Okay? When you go to a bank, they do have a vault in it, but most banks don't have an exorbitant amount of cash on hand just sitting in the bank because even the bank who's in the business of selling money knows that it's got to have the money in the marketplace moving like currency in order to bring back interest. Money is not the real power. It's only a symbol. Remember that the real riches in life are the things that are in your mind. So I'm here to tell you to leave a to, to lead a balanced life which includes acquiring all the money you need but also all of the knowledge you can stand does that make sense so don't make money the sole aim it's not it's not the goal it's the symbol yes you can claim wealth yes you can claim happiness yes you can claim peace yes you can you can claim the true expression of who you are yeah you can claim love yeah, and, and personally radiate love and, and goodwill to all. I understand all of those things. But your subconscious mind will give you compound interest in all of the things that I just expressed. Man, I hope this stuff is making sense. So, yes, you can be wealthy. Yes, you want to be happy. Yes, you want peace. 
Yes, you want to be able to express yourself. Yes, you want to have love and and and, and radiate love and, and have goodwill to all people. Yes, but the subconscious mind is the only thing that will give you compound interest on all of the things I just told you about expressing. I want to tell you there is no virtue in poverty. Really, in some instances, poverty is really a disease of the mind. If you would heal yourself of a common cold, if you would heal yourself of the flu, if you would heal yourself of, of mental conflict of, of a bad past or growing up in a tough neighborhood, why would you not heal yourself from the depraved mindset of thinking that poverty is some sort of virtue? There's an old saying that says you cannot help the poor if you are one of them. And I'm not saying that everybody's going to be a millionaire or a multimillionaire. And I'm not saying that every person is going to have a house on the hill. But every person has within them. Every person who has a sound mind, I should say. And every person who has the faculty of their own limbs, not suffering from any debilitating disease. For all of us uh, who fit the category, and I don't know if it's even plausible to say or if it even makes sense, but what's considered normal or, or, or what's considered, considered, you know, the basis you've got sound mind, sound uh, body, sound spirit. If you've got that, then I have come to tell you that absent of anything outside of that you have within you, the capabilities to make sure that you are able to make all of your needs a reality. So I'm not here to live in a hovel. I'm not here to dress in rags. I'm not here to be hungry and not know where my next meal is coming from. I am here to lead an abundant life. Man, I wish you would just stand up right now and just repeat that after me. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not here to be poor. I'm not here to be hungry. I'm here to live an abundant life. I'm not here to struggle. I'm not here to strain. I'm here to live an abundant life. Why would God have you on this earth to struggle? He came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. That's what the good book says. He already did the struggling for us. He already died on the cross for us. He already became the propitiation of sin for us. And I'm not trying to preach to you. I'm just trying to tell you that your old job is already taken care of. Your new job is to make sure that you leave an inheritance for your children's children. Your new job is to make sure that nobody else in your family ever goes hungry again. Your new job is to make sure that when you close your eyes for the final time and that they never open, that you have left something in the earth that proves that you did something with your time in the earth. You are here to lead the life of abundance. Never use the term, I despise money. Anything you criticize, you will lose. Did you hear what I said? Anything you criticize, you will lose. Anything you don't respect will walk away from you. Repeat frequently. I like money. I use it wisely. I use money constructively. I use money ju judiciously. I, I release it with joy and it returns to me a thousandfold. When you don't release your money, it becomes money and not currency. Do you know when it's time to give an offering to my church or when it's time to be philanthropic in different areas or when it's time to buy an ad in a book that's going to help somebody to reach their goal? I do it with constructive wisdom and, ju and judicious happiness and excitement 
because I know that everything I release is going to return to me 1,000 fold. Do you understand what that means? That every dollar is worth a thousand. <laughs> I wish you would just really grasp what I am saying. That every dollar I release has the every dollar I release has the potential, if given with the right spirit, and given in the right context, and given to the right place, has the power to return to me and to you one thousand return wow money is not evil any more than copper lead tin or iron which may all be found in the ground all evil is due to ignorance and misuse of the mind's power you see money wasn't evil until it got in the hands of man copper in and of itself is a great resource and mineral until man decided to make bullets out of it I hope you're understanding what I'm saying. That lead, when used in its right place, is a blessing. But when put in paint and allowed to seep into groundwater, it's evil. All of these things are good for you. But it is the ignorance of man and the use of it that has caused these things to become evil. It is the same thing with money. In the right hands, with the right perspective, it is something that can bless the world, and it has been. Money has brought aid to different corners of the world. Money has built buildings and orphanages and, and, and senior living facilities and has sent shoes and clothes and water to the most desperate parts of the earth. When used correctly, money can bring joy and happiness to the world. That's why you've got to make sure that you have an endless supply of it, not to be rich, but to make sure that you can continue to have a continuous supply, at least at the, the, the behest of your hands, to ensure that you are good to the world and to those of us who live in it who are waiting on you to reach your full potential. To picture the end results in your mind, causes your subconscious to respond and fulfill your mental picture. You've got to stop trying to get something for nothing. There is no such thing as a free lunch. I must give to receive. You must give to receive. We must give to receive. We must give mental attention to our goals. We must give mental attention to our ideals. We must give mental attention to our enterprises. And we've got to go deeper in our minds, our subconscious. Because when we do that, our subconscious, our mind will back anything we can dream of. So the key to wealth is the application of the laws of the wealth of your mind by impregnating it with new ideas of wealth, reading new books, watching new podcasts, sharing things, not just on Instagram for giggles and clicks, but follow people who are really saying something. Make sure you are sending deluges of mind power into your subconscious Read everything you can read, touch everything you can touch, learn everything you can learn, listen to everything you can listen to, touch everything you can reach. And I promise you, your mind will not let you down. You have been called to the marketplace. You have been called to be a blessing. You have been called to do big things. You've been called to do great things. Now you've got to make sure that you have a strategy to do it. Don't forget to repeat to yourself every day. I am one with infinite riches of my subconscious mind. Notice I didn't say money. It is my right to be rich. 
It's my right to be happy and my right to be successful. Money flows to me freely, copiously and endlessly. I am forever conscious of my true worth. I give of my talents freely and I am wonderfully blessed financially. Amen. Well, listen, I hope that helps you. This is one you need to listen to over and over again. Thank you for being here with me. It's time for you to take action. I'm Keon Henderson. I'll talk to you next time. Friends and colleagues, it's time to take action and subscribe to this podcast. Follow Kian Henderson on social media at Pastor Kian. Visit the website daily for lifestyle, leadership, and learning at kianhenderson.com. Until next time, keep leading, keep learning, 